Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the May 14th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 1076 of the Catechism. Section 1, The Sacramental Economy, 1076. The Church was made manifest to the world on the day of Pentecost by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Spirit ushers in a new era. In the dispensation of that mystery, the age of the Church, during which Christ manifests, makes present and communicates his work of salvation through the liturgy of the Church until he comes. In this age of the Church, Christ now lives and acts in and with his Church, in a new way appropriate to this new age. He acts through the sacraments in what the common tradition of the East and West calls the sacramental economy. This is the communication or dispensation of the fruits of Christ's paschal mystery in the celebration of the Church's sacramental liturgy. It is therefore important first to explain this sacramental dispensation, chapter 1, the nature and essential features of liturgical celebration will then appear more clearly, chapter 2. Okay, so we have this uh, section today that's only one number, but it is introducing this whole uh, first part on liturgy in the in the catechism. And the, the liturgy, as I was saying uh, a couple of days ago, uh, that we will be going, getting to section two. This is section one that we're just starting. Section two on the liturgy will get into the various... Um, uh, the various types of the the various sacraments, etc., going through the different seven sacraments and some of the more common sacramentals, or sacra- or liturgical practices of the church. Uh, but here we're going into the whole sacramental economy. I know sometimes we find this word economy difficult because we think of economy as being um, to do with money, and it is to do with money. I mean, uh, in the main sense of the word today is that it is the um, the structure of the economic life of a country, is, is the economy of a country. Um, that this uh, And this economy, I suppose that's a, a newer use of the word. We're using an older use of this word. And it, it always had to do with management because the oikonomos uh, is the, the Greek word that we, that, that where this comes from. And oikos is the Greek uh, for house. And um, Nemin is the Greek for managing. So it was the guy that looked after the house, the, the household manager, the, 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 I don't know, uh, the person who looks after the management of the house was the icon, iconomos. And from here, the church got this word economy because when you are looking after something, everything matters. We can see this in the re- regular world economy. That I don't know if the price of strawberries is too high in Ireland, then uh, it could happen that between a million and one different uh, uh, bouncing around the place in the economy, if strawberries cost too much in Ireland, that could mean that the price of getting your house roofed in Peru will come down. I mean, this is ridiculous, but these are always the examples that they give us that if something happens in China, if there's a storm in China, suddenly the price of uh, petroleum goes up. 
or if there's a crisis in Russia, then the price of something else goes down. And always this, this, this whole structure whereby everything is related to each other and everything is meant to be bringing everything else up. This is what economy is. And as, as I say, it works fine for the world economy. But the sacramental economy is this as well. It's a different view of the world. It is to see the world through new lenses, through a new lens, through new glasses. It's to have a different way of looking at the world. To look at the world in this of the sacramental dispensation. That Christ is giving the fruit of his paschal mystery. Again, we've seen before, although we will be looking at it more uh, in depth in, in, in the future, but this Paschal mystery, which is the passion, the, well, the incarnation, the birth, the life of Christ uh, on earth, the, uh, the, his ministry, uh, the healings and everything he did in his three years of ministry, his preaching, uh, culminating in the Last Supper, the imprisonment, the crucifixion of Christ, his death on the cross, his burial in the tomb, his descent into hell, and after three days, rising from the dead, coming back and being seen by the apostles, and then after 40 days, ascending into heaven, and on the 50th day, giving his Holy Spirit, so that at the end of time, he will come again. So this Paschal mystery, which is kind of a, a way to say everything about Jesus, the whole Christ event, uh, however you want to put it, Everything to do with Jesus is giving a lot of grace, is giving a lot of help to the world. That Jesus came to help us. He came so that we might not perish because we were, we were going bad. We were going down a bad way. And so he came to help us, to offer us salvation, to offer us a new way to live. And that this becomes present in the liturgy. There's a whole other world out there. So often we're just looking at the different economy, the, the, the money economy. And that's all we can see, the dollars and the, and the cents and the euros and I don't know what else, and money, money, money and interest rates and, and banks. And again, money is fine, you need money. However, money can bring us to perdition as well. So it's a dangerous thing and it can detract us, it can distract us from the real economy, which is the economy of the sacraments, the sacramental economy, which is this way that the church has a treasure, the treasure of Christ's paschal mystery, the treasure of the grace, of the help that he has for us. And through the liturgy, through participating in the different liturgical acts, we this is unlocked for us, that we can take advantage of it, this can transform us, it can make us better people, it can make us uh, fuller people, wholer, more whole people, and can allow us to be holy. And that this is really what is being promised to us in this, in this uh, sacramental economy. And that we can become rich, not in the treasures of this world, but in the treasures that, uh, that are eternal. That this uh, treasure that the moth cannot eat and rust will not, uh, will, not, uh, will, will not tarnish. This eternal treasure that the Lord gives us of eternal life is made present to us in the sacramental economy and when we appreciate this sacramental economy, which hopefully we'll be doing over the next few weeks, then, please God, we can enter into the sacraments in a better way and receive more of this grace, more of this goodness of God, more of this help, this transforming help that he wants to give us to allow us to truly become images of Christ. 
to have this likeness of God shine in us. That again, we saw before that the image of God is something that is hardwired, that can never go away. Our human dignity can never be taken from us because we're made in God's image. But God's likeness is up to us. If we want to be like God, we have to want it. We have to participate in it. And because it's not something we can do ourselves, there's no way you can look at God and say, well, I'm going to be like him. So it's given to us through God's grace, through the grace of Christ. And the main source, perhaps the main source of Christ's grace in this world, there are others, of course, but perhaps the main source of Christ's grace is the liturgy. And the liturgy allows us to enter into the sacramental economy, to enter into the seven sacraments, and truly to find eternal life, to have a foretaste of heaven here. So this is what we're doing. This is why this section is so important. And tomorrow we're going to continue. And tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 1077 to 1083. God bless.